and hold it till it's red. Okay. Hey guys, you're listening to sorry, you're listening to the Ultra Perform Show and watching. Just give me a second while I get these cameras ready. We are live today on Facebook. Hey guys, you're listening to sorry, you're listening to the Instagram. I'm not sure what the feedback is yet. This the volume on it. Excuse me, guys. <laughs> That's the problem with live shows. Shit happens. All right, almost. So we're live on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Hello, Instagram, and YouTube, and Twitter. Facebook. And Twitter. Isn't that awesome? That's kind Jeez. of crazy, yeah. Crazy, right? Yep. With my techn- technologically advanced system here. Uh huh. Hmm. What happens here? I guess that's Twitter. We've <laughs> got two YouTubes here. Sometimes the producer messes up. But you have to keep going. We're also live on Blog Talk Radio. And you can find us at Blog Talk Radio uh, Ultra Perform. That's Blog Talk Radio. Ultra perform. You look really good in the camera, Jake. Cool, huh? Yeah, I like it. All right, we'll have to go with that. We're missing one. I'm not sure which one, but we're missing one. Yeah. Hey, guys. So today I've got Jake Strack, Strack, and we're talking about electric dance, electric kids' dance, especially for kids. Um, but I want to talk to Jake and ask him, first of all, what brought you to this? Why did you do this? Uh, well, I, I fell in love with Raves back in 2016 after my divorce. And uh, went to my first One Dot Energy 2016 here in following. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started going to a lot of shows because I fell in love. I gave about 300 <laughs> hugs that weekend and just felt the love inside that community. Did you count the 300? No, I went exactly 300. I'm like 300. I'm done. No more. But, um, but it was it was interesting because I kept going to shows, and my kids would ask me why can't I go to these shows? Because they know the DJs because they're listening to them on Roadblock. They're listening to them on video games. Like they know these EDM DJs. That's their music, and they kept asking me why can't I go. So I went hmm. Well, I know why you can't go, but why isn't there a place for you to go? Mm-hmm. And that concept came up uh, about a year ago, and then we started working on it. I started throwing my own shows, uh, and then I worked on, once we got a venue that was clean enough for kids, then I was like, okay, we're ready. Let's throw a kid show, and we designed it as it looked. If you were to walk in there, you would think you're walking into a real rave, or a real show, and it's designed for safety of six to twelve-year-olds. Mm. But we get all ages. We got the younger ones too, and a bunch of adults and teenagers. But we have it all safe for everyone. Oh, it's great. So when you say safe for kids, what do you mean by that? Well, how, so how is, that, how is it safe for kids? No drugs? Yeah, no drugs. No drugs. No alcohol. I'm just kidding, guys. Of course, there's no drugs. But uh, well, you've got a couple of different things. You've got. At a normal show, you would have adults up front, and you would have a lot of people drinking, doing drugs. Uh, we know that that's part of the culture. 
Uh, and that's not what I'm here to glorify. I'm here to glorify the happy, beautiful part of the culture, what they call the plur movement, mm. which is peace, love, unity, and respect. And that's what I really fell in love with in the rape culture. Um, but the way we make it safe for kids is we put a little mark, a little number on their hand and on the adult's hand. The kids cannot leave the auditorium without the same number as an adult. Mm. And that's one way we keep them so that that's way they can't escape us. Uh, the bathrooms are the same way that you can't go into the bathroom with a kid that's not yours. Mm. And then we also close off the front of the stage and only six to 12 year olds are allowed in there. So that way you don't have a bunch of adults jumping around in the front, knocking kids around and the kids can see the stage and they can thoroughly enjoy it. That's great. That's really great. Sounds like you have it. Uh, I mean, you've, you've done one since you've been on the show before too. No, we did our first one last Friday. The first one last uh-huh. Friday. After a year of planning and concepts, concepts, we finally got it. And now we're going to be doing it once a month. Do you have like glow sticks and stuff? Yeah, we had uh, we had those little, like lightsabers, glow sticks. We had wands. Thanks to Events Elevated, they came through and gave away basically everything. It's really funny. And then uh, we had, uh, you know, we have this paper wall that we rolled out and we taped up and then we put all these highlighter pens on it and put a black light on it so the kids could draw on this paper and actually one of our favorite things the production team and i uh one kid wrote a quote on there and he wrote if this is a dream don't wake up and like mm-hmm. all of us were like you know that right there makes everything worth it that's great yeah uh, what's your attendance like what do you expect the attendance to be? uh our first show we got about 200 people uh, we can fit up to 900. I have a feeling we'll probably have double that next time. So next month we'll have about 400, and then after that we'll probably get about five, 600. Oh, that's great. So you have, you have a venue picked out, it sounds like. Yeah, it's the Art Factory okay. on 2100 South. Great. Um, so what? Uh, what? who are you? What, what did you do before all this? <laughs> well, I'm born and raised here in Utah. Um, it took me 35 years to fall in love with it. Uh, and a lot of heartache to fall in love with it. But I started out my career as an evaporative cooler uh, company. Uh, I owned it and ran it, and we took over the evaporative industry, which is swamp coolers. Um, And then after my divorce, you know, the pressure just caught up with me. I had 32 employees, and we were doing almost a million in sales in six, seven months. Mm. And it kind of steamrolled me at that point. I just couldn't stay on top of it. So it fell apart. Uh, we sold it off. And then I went exploring to figure out what I wanted to do next. Um, this is a passion project. So um, that's the main thing. I, I'm, I'm not doing this for money. I'm doing this because I love the idea of getting this culture out and glorifying the beautiful part of the culture. The other hope we have is that, you know, these kids that are 12 years old, now they're going to their first rave and their first rave experience isn't on drugs. So when they turn 18 and they actually go to a real rave, or what I should say, when they go to a different rave that's adult only raves, they're gonna, they, they may have that possibility of going, you know, I, why would I need drugs? I've been raving since I was 12. Mm. You know, I've been doing this for six years without drugs. And they, they see the benefit of actually doing it without the drugs. That's great. But most kids, their first experience is they're on molly, they're on acid, they're on mushrooms, they're on those psychedelics. And that's their first experience going to a rave. Mm. So then they feel like they need it to enjoy it. 
And so we're hoping to actually change the culture in that aspect. That's pretty neat. Yeah. It's really neat. Um, so uh, the, what, what's been the progression of the show? Well, so that's what I was saying. We started out with, uh, I started throwing shows with Liberatus Entertainment. We did a weekly show at a bar. Uh, we've done a couple of underground shows. And then my partner, uh, who does all the lighting for pretty much everybody in town mm. and sound, he took over uh, the lighting and booking at the Art Factory. Then we finally had a venue that was clean enough for us to be able to do this. And so that's when we were like, okay, this is a nice-looking venue. It's safe. We're not doing it in some warehouse, some dusty, nasty warehouse somewhere. And now we can finally have the show. And, you know, the, the reception has been amazing. Like, uh, when, you went, when we went in there, there were hundreds of people around, not a kid crying. They were all smiling and laughing, and the parents were ecstatic. Uh, the only complaint we really had was we might need to turn down the noise a little bit because some of the kids – Earplugs fell out. Mm. We provided free ones, but and then the other thing we got was uh, the no, no, those were the only complaints we had. Was that was the noise level? Everybody was like, oh, the kids got overwhelmed. That was the one thing. Like it was a lot of stimulus, so they get the little little ones got overwhelmed, and so they'd have to leave. But um, a little, uh, we're talking like four or five year olds. Mm. Like the really little ones got. It was too much to be able to Yeah, exactly. Parents they're, like, they're like, I gotta leave. The boys look good in that night. Yeah. Parents probably thanking you. Oh, I thought one one parent sent a picture on the on the Facebook page of this kid just passed out. And I'm like, my kid did the same thing. And she's like, thank you. <laughs> but uh, what we decided to do in the next show, we're gonna try to make this happen. There are offices at the art factory, and we're gonna try to turn one into a cuddle puddle napping area. Mm-hmm. So we'll put a daycare worker in there to watch your kid. And they get overstimulated, you take them there, you put them in the cuddle puddle, uh, puddle area, and they, they relax and they decompress. And then when they're rested, they can come back. And so that way you can continue on with your other children. But the idea and the focus is really to make it for all ages. I mean, our target is 6 to 12-year-olds, but we want the parents to have a blast. We want the teenagers to have a blast. We want the really little ones to have a blast. And honestly, all of them did. Um, we did a survey afterwards and we did not get one person to say, I'm not, I would not come back. So I think that's, that's a pretty good achievement. Is there any risks doing this? Is there like any reason why like uh, people out there, parents or, uh, I guess just parents, parents out there or custodians, guardians would think of not I don't want to do this because raves are bad. Um, yeah, I definitely think people think that uh, rave culture is drug culture, um, and they are they are intertwined. Mm-hmm. It, it, most people, when they hear the word rave, they think all night drug parties. That's what they think, and it actually stands for radical audio visual experience, mm-hmm. and that's literally what rave stands for. Um, so people tend to have this negative connotation with shows with EDM because of that. And uh, so they're probably worried, like, if my kid is enjoying it here, they're going to go to those shows. But most likely, since they love these DJs, since they're listening to these DJs, when they turn 18, they're going to go to these shows anyway. So why not give them the first experience with you as a parent that can guide them and in an environment that does not have drugs or alcohol? Mm -hmm. And that way, when they get there, 
they're already exposed to the environment. They're already exposed to the culture. They see the beauty in it, and they don't need the enhancement of psychedelics in order to enjoy the show. The enhancement. Mm-hmm. And that's basically the best way to put it is people think of it as an enhancement. Sure, sure. That's great. Um, do you think anyone might be out there thinking, well, I'm going to get my kid used to going to raves, and then they'll go to raves and do drugs? Well, I'm sure. I'm sure people have that idea, and that's what I'm saying. That I don't think uh, I don't think the community or people as a whole realize how big the EDM scene is. Mm-hmm. Even Nashville has said it's a, a third of the music now. The kids of these of, these, of this day and age, the children are already listening to the EDM. They're it's going to go to the EDM. It's cycle. Yeah. It's amazing how uh-huh. things cycle. It's like. I remember that. I remember, I, I don't know if I told you the story, but a friend of mine used to do raves. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was, my office was next to this big building that was vacant and it was the same landlord. So I worked out with him to rent it mm-hmm. for this rave. And um, it came up and they started just blowing me off. Hmm. But that was our location. We planned it. Yeah. We, we already sold tickets for it. I mean, it was set. But they didn't say no. So what we, uh, my friend goes, well, they said yes, right? I'm like, yeah, they did. I promise they did. Well, this is what we do. So we cut the lock, opened it up, did the rave, bought a new lock, locked it. The money we agreed on, I think it was $500. I took the lock and key to the property manager and dropped it. And the money, uh-huh. you know, the lock the key and the money. Uh-huh. The property manager the next Monday and I said, here you go. And he's like, wait, wait, we don't want to do it. I said, oh, we already did it. <laughs> well, you already said yes. And we you already did it. Yes. I just, and I said, I couldn't get a hold of anyone, so we did this. No, that's and awesome. it was just, I remember, I will never forget the look on this guy's face. He's just sitting there going, you know, just, yeah, like, well, I, say I, that, I don't but, know what to do about it. Yeah, but <laughs> he was like, I mean, they were mad, but they couldn't be that mad because they know they blew me off. They know they said that. Yeah. yeah they, now they were like, oh, mm. like, it's funny. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I didn't they like, teaches you a lesson to not blow people off. Exactly. But people, people do it more nowadays. I mean, yeah. if you blow someone off, don't. Whatever it is, if you're a female, especially female, it seems like, will not text people back. Just text people back and say, no, I'm not interested. Leave me alone, whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you're an adult male doing the same thing to women or to business associates or whatever, just send them a quick email. I'm too busy right now to take care of this. Um, so try me back in six months. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, that's fair. It might not be the greatest answer to that person receiving it, but it will take you literally seconds. Yeah. Whatever it is. You know, one of the best, little tangent here, one of the best things, best Rejections I got was from the Idaho, the mayor of uh, Boise, Idaho's press guy. Mm-hmm. He said, he looked over the show and he said, um, he's out of town in the next two weeks because I was trying to schedule yeah, something yeah. when I was there. And he said, um, uh, but the truth is, your show is not a priority for us right now, so I don't think he'll say yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. That was a no, and such a such a kind, such a real, yeah. well, such a real answer. It's just yeah. not priority. 
Yeah. Maybe if we have nothing else to do, we'll do your show because we won't target exactly. specifically Boise, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm sure some people out there watch it from Boise. <laughs> um, have you thought about doing this in other cities? Um, so the the ultimate, the big picture goal is uh, we want this to be a win-win-win for everyone. We want to for us to be able to do these shows and tour with them. We want to turn it into a fundraiser for education. So eventually, and where we're trying to go is to where we're touring and actually going to elementary schools around the country and raising money for education mm. and throwing these shows. Oh, that's great. So that way we can teach, you know, help through dance, mm. art, uh, which is good for your well-being, which is good for the community, which is good for everything. The thing is, is like the people that go to these things, they feel accepted. These kids feel empowered. Mm. The they they just let go. They release for a night. And the parents do too. And you saw it that night. It was beautiful. There were 200 people there and none of them were concerned about anything else. Their kids were taken care of. Their kids were having fun. The kids were feeling accepted by other kids around. Like we didn't see any fighting or anything like that. And it was just this beautiful moment. And that's what we're trying to create. That's what we're trying to get across. Because this is art. This is beautiful. This is music. This is community. This is what it's all about. Mm. And this is how we're going to go into the future and be better off. No, it's great. It's really good. Um, how is it good for the mental health of children? Because you, you preface that. In yeah. The, in the, uh, well, I mean, music has been shown to be cognitively beneficial for your children. It, it prevents certain disorders. Um, and even just health in general. Keeping keep your body moving, keeping your body healthy, dancing and exercising is good for your mental health. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, there's... There, there's so many benefits that, like, all around, the only negative you could get is you could, you know, we, I think we had one kid that got hit with a sword and they got a bloody nose, but it's like that stuff happens and nobody was angry about it. It just happened. You know what I mean? So the negatives, uh, and you're right, some people are going to think, okay, well, they may do drugs. They may go to raise and do drugs, but guess what? The chances are more likely that. If you never show them this, if you never show them the culture, they're going to go there, and guess what they're going to do? Drugs. And that's going to be their first experience, so they're never going to go there and not do drugs. And that's when we have a problem. And you know what? I mean, let's be honest. The majority of kids are going to try. They're going to try drugs. There's nothing we can do to stop that. And if we can, if we can try, we can help guide them to enjoy themselves without. And part of that is mental health. Part of that is dancing. Part of that is being active. Part of that is listening to music and appreciating music or listening to art and it inspiring you. Those things are all very good for every aspect. That's great. And you were talking about the physical health of children to get them moving. Oh, yeah. They're going to be dancing. Like, Think about like if you've gone to a club overnight and you're dancing really hard, how do your abs feel the next day? Mm. You're, you're exercising, you're moving, and it's enjoyable exercise. It's not like, oh, let's go do push-ups, let's go do pull-ups, let's, let's do the traditional exercise. No, it's a full-body workout that you're getting from just having fun. No, maybe you need to have it a few times a week, though. Huh? We thought about times it. a week. Well, not for kids, but we thought about doing a morning one. Oh, that's good. And, like, instead of going to the gym. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah. They do those in big cities, I think they call them. Yeah, uh, San Francisco has one. I think it's called, like, morning. New York. I've seen it in New York, too. Huh? Yeah, I'm like. 
Yeah, like instead yeah, of going out like to the table, you go to a club. They got the things on them. Sometimes they have headphones, sometimes they don't. Yeah, you do like camp, you have kombucha there and coffee, all this healthy mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, because coffee's healthy, right? <laughs> Actually, black coffee is good for you. It's the cream and sugar that gets you. Toast. Oh, mine is all gone. Oh, is it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> You should have a sponsor for the coffee. You should I be like, do. This coffee, I do. Wait, you gotta say it. It's coffee. It's on the. It's on there. Tyler's yeah. coffee. We Tyler's drink. coffee. We drink Tyler's coffee. Tyler's coffee is delicious. Thank and you. If you're Tyler's interested coffee. in what Tyler's coffee is, it's the only organic acid-free coffee. Oh wow! Yeah. No, no he's one of us. He's one of us. Huh? Wait, this is very That's very it. That's decaf though. Yeah, but don't talk about. <laughs> Tyler's Coffee. Um, but if you go to tylerscoffee.com or you click on the link for the Ultra Perform show, you'll get a discount and uh, you get to check out their great coffee and see what works for you. I That's swear fun. this wasn't planned. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I planned to pitch you. I planned to pitch Tyler's Coffee, but that wasn't. Yeah, that no, wasn't that wasn't. I, I was not involved in this planning at all. This was just natural happening. Anyway, so. So. Um, What's the cost? What's uh, what, when do you think you'll do your next one? Uh, we will be doing another one in May. We haven't picked a date yet, but uh, the you can actually go to Electric Kids Dance Electric Kid Dance Party on Facebook. Look us up. Is our mic still working? Mm-hmm. Uh, the show is So you can, you can actually to to stay up to date on when our, our next show is, which should be in May. You can go to Facebook. Um, and follow Electric Kid dance parties. And from there, we'll announce when the next show is. And we'll also have discounts there, so you can save money in that aspect. Um, what's, what's interesting is it usually goes about four hours. It's cheaper than taking your kids to the movies and buying popcorn. Mm. So at the door, if you want to wait that long, you're going to be spending $15 for anybody 13 and older. Uh, for 6 to 12-year-olds, it's going to be $10. And 6 and under are free. Uh, if we do that kid cuddle room, we might end up charging a little bit more uh, for the six and under. And then if you buy beforehand, you can actually save five dollars per ticket. Uh, you do have to pay fees, so you actually only save two fifty. But fees? Yeah, oh, you know how that's fees. right. That's, I know everybody does. Hate those fees. Everybody hates those fees. But if you follow us on Facebook, you, we had last time we had a twenty percent discount. So you can get online, get the twenty percent discount, so it covers those fees. But it was more of like we want this to be for our followers. So we need people to actually follow us and like things that we're posting on Facebook and comment and give us reviews, all that stuff. I don't think I've ever paid for an event bright online. Really? I must have, but I don't think I ever have. I'm sure you I don't know the fees. Like Sandra's, yeah. I usually just go in and pay right there. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to show up. I wonder if hers is set up differently. Or she's absorbing the fee. She might because you can't you might put it in there. I prefer that anyway. But anyway, so you're helping kids out. You're helping their mental health. You're helping their community. How are you helping the community? Well, so art and dance and music is good for community. And those kids are getting out and they're socializing. They're dealing with other kids, um, not through a device, not through a phone down through the internet they're literally there with another person mm. so they can actually experience the acceptance of that they can understand how to socialize they can understand how to move their body through an area without crashing into another person and if they do you're like oh hey i'm sorry or how to say excuse me mm-hmm. like those are little things that we miss that our kids are sitting at home sitting on electronics and 
they're not moving, they're not dancing. So for community, that's better because we have mental health. We have art, which is always better for community. People come together for art. They mm-hmm. see art, they get inspired. Um, and then eventually, when we start doing the fundraisers, which we will be doing uh, hopefully in the next couple of months, each each show will be a fundraiser for a different organization. Um, we'll be helping education and youth programs through that. So Great. we help out the community that way as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Hopefully it all works out. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Uh, did you say when you think you might have the next? Uh, it's probably going to be the. It's probably going to be the end of May. Maybe May, so that's that soon. Yeah. Everyone's oh, good. Wait, are we in May now? No. Oh, okay. April. Yeah. Make it sure. Fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Okay. Yeah, we're close, but we're not <laughs> But it'll probably be the end of May because we just had the last one. We don't have time to promote and get the next one out. But you guys can follow us on Facebook, and you'll see the video of. We had a professional video. Oh, tell us where. Where is the video? Uh, We're going to be on Facebook. It's not out yet. Well, where on Facebook? Oh, Electric Kid Dance Parties. Electric Kid Dance Parties. That's Electric Kid Dance Parties. And you can also go to .com, right? Yeah, that's electrickiddanceparty.com. Great. Yep. Um, And you're looking for vendors and sponsors? Yeah, so uh, we are looking for people that want to promote their kid-related products, especially art or music. Uh, We'd love to have you come sponsor. We'd love to have you come do a booth. Um, We, I mean, those, those are just things that help us move the process along. Or if you want to sponsor, if you want to go that far, we'll put you on, on our website. We'll put you in our digital print. We'll put signs up at our show. We can do all that stuff. Obviously, we want it to go along with a child atmosphere. We don't want to be like advertising Budweiser or oh, cigarettes or anything like that. Yeah, definitely not Red Bull. Hey, but, little kids. Hey, you want some Red Bull? I've seen kids going in. Their mom wants to play Rockstar and everything. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, why? They're like eight years old. <laughs> why do you, why would you want to give them more energy? Well, maybe it's, it's a crash at the end. To them, it's yeah, yeah, makes sense. Oh, the crash at the end. <laughs> no, they're just like yeah, they're all worn out and they're all tired. Okay, the crash at the end. Like, okay, now I'm fine. Just leave. I'll just leave them alone while they're freaking out. So what? Uh, just to, to wrap it up, okay. what have you seen with kids through this experience and your own kids has been the most important, most significant thing you can do for them? Empowerment. They feel like somebody actually cares about them. It's designed around them. My children were thrilled about this for months. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been talking about it. They, they, they feel this is for me. This isn't for my parents. This isn't for my older brother. This is literally for me. And they, they realize all, they see all the, the work that kind of goes into it because you've got the lighting in. It's such a huge production. It's not like we just go into a room, plug a light in, and it shoots across the wall, and we have black lights and paint and stuff like that. No, we do a full production. Mm-hmm. Like anybody in the rave community could walk into this production and be like, wow, that is a legit high end production. And so, really, I mean, I have to thank uh, the Light Tribe for bringing that, bringing that aspect and doing the projection. They are doing an amazing job. That's my partner that's mm-hmm. working over there. The Light so, Tribe. The Light Tribe. Yeah, great guys. Cool. That's great. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, we'll see you next time. Okay. That and if you want to reach out to him, you can uh, click on the link. You'll see him tagged on the video. You can also go to Electric Dance. 
Electric, electric Kid Dance Party, electriccidanceparty.com, mm-hmm. or you can find them on Facebook under Electric Kid Dance Party. Yep. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Watch out. Watch out for our show, uh, Ultra Perform, about business and life, performing your best in business and life, weekdays at 5 o'clock. See you guys later. Thank you very much. See you. And we'll just wrap up here. Thank you guys for watching. I'll be right over there to shut you all down.